When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Good morning. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. The AFL men's season is back. Mark Redding's in the chair for Paul Hazelby. Jimmy Williams with you as well. Skeet, great to have your company. Uh, Jimmy, good to be here. And I have to say, a new season, but some things don't change. My What's... footy tipping is shizen. <laughs> it just continues to go from bad to worse. And it's almost like a deflating ego, uh, deflating moment when you realise you've gone at zero from how many out of the round? I, I could be zero from nine the way I'm tracking. So you picked the Bulldogs. A- absolutely. Well, not like they're rank outsiders. Mm, no, it was a 50-50 game. And a lot of people tipped Richmond, which I did. So that being said, uh, I'm just absolutely pleasure to be in this seat because uh, the, the gentleman who sits here, Paul Hazelby, mm. uh, one of the most 50 influential football figures in Western Australia, according to the West Australian, he now is too busy running the game in this state to actually sit down with you on a Saturday morning. He will have his chest out, his shoulders back. He'll be strolling through the city this morning with pride, no doubt. But Skeet, let's get into breaking news. Imagine the best DM breakout, the world's best rock breakers. Now, Liam Ryan was named. We knew he was in protocols due to the COVID protocols that surround the AFL. He's not playing for the Eagles on Sunday. And I suspect that this is going to happen a lot in the first however many rounds this season. Absolutely. And we've already seen Tim Kelly uh, out of the game because of COVID. So the West Coast Eagles, the Fremantle Dockers, bear in mind so many clubs on the East Coast have been through this Mm -hmm. during the preseason, which is a blessing in many ways. But now it's hitting the Eagles and Fremantle at some stage during the regular season. That could be a disaster for both clubs. Now, it's not just the WA clubs affected, Skeet. Some breaking news which came out yesterday is that Michael Voss, the Carlton coach, he can't coach in round two on Thursday against the Western Bulldogs. He's got COVID-19. And Jack Martin, who was one of their impressive players on Thursday night, he's also out. A couple of members of the footy department won't be available for Thursday night's game. So Carlton over East have been ravaged by this COVID-19 thing. It's just a question of... Jack Martin's um, proximity to to his teammates Mm -hmm. and rivals. That is something the AFL is going to have to contend with. And it is a very um, treacherous path they're treading with with the Martin case. Obviously, Voss is an easy uh, person to pull out of the coach's box. But from a playing sense, what does this mean for uh, round two? It may not be the last of the cases because, of course, those players would have been up and close and personal with one another in the pregame, in the postgame during the game. But what it does mean, Skeet, is that Ash Hansen is likely, well, in fact, I think Carlton confirmed it yesterday, that he'll coach on Thursday night. What an opportunity. It's extraordinary, isn't it, where you get those little moments in a career which are sliding door moments. Now, it's mm. not going to uh, mean that he's going to take a full-time job anytime soon, but uh, that's going to happen. We know the contingency top-up plan, which is in place. Uh, players, your mate Aaron Black, uh, Dick <laughs> Mountford, uh, all these guys, at West Coast particularly, not dismissing yeah. the Fremantle um, midfielders like a Bailey 
Rogers or Jai Bolton, but you think that West Coast is going to pull the trigger first on uh, these top-up players, and that could happen regularly during the first uh, three or four weeks. It's interesting, isn't it, Skeet, because they're in for COVID protocols, these waffle top-ups, but because of the Eagles' injury crisis that they have, it's far more likely that those players are going to be playing AFL football before Fremantle who have the, the depth on their list because they don't have the same amount of injuries. It's a very good point because when you look at the Eagles, they've essentially got Tim Kelly and Liam Ryan as their COVID players, but it's the injury toll which is going to push them past the threshold of unavailable players. So in some ways, it's been a rule that's designed to help the Eagles inadvertently, but they're the yeah. club that's going to benefit most from it if they need to dig into that well. Just repeating the breaking news, imagine the best DM Breaker distributors of the world's best rock breakers, dmbreaker.com.au. Carlton coach Michael Voss diagnosed with COVID-19. He won't coach in round two on Thursday. Me, Jimmy Williams and Mark Reddings back with you soon. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Good morning. Hope you're having a cracking Saturday. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Mark Reddings, who is filling in for Paul Hazelby. Skate, let's get into the dig. Dial before you dig the essential first step. Now, we have to talk about this. Wednesday night, great game of football, overshadowed in the post-match press conference. No doubt about that. Uh, Luke Beveridge and Tom Morris from Fox Sports. Uh, very much one-way discussion with Beveridge just teeing off at Tom for essentially breaking a story about team selection. That, of course, has played out with Morris um, uh, not backing down on that front, but Beveridge coming out and apologising with a video apology. Uh, the club also getting on the front foot quickly to make it known that that's not the way they expect their coach to behave. So that's been settled, done with, and, yeah, a bit strange. We've seen a few over the journey with Mark Stevens and Mick Malthouse <laughs> and Shane McInnes up against uh, Ross Lyons. So it's not unusual. In fact, I quite enjoy the banter between you, the two. You've been in the media a long time. What did you make of the way Bevo reacted in that post-match presser? It was unusual, particularly over an issue such as team selection. Look, it is a tough time after a coach they've lost and you go into a press conference but he's better than that he's a he's a good coach uh, by all reports a really good bloke so I'm prepared to, to give him a, a leave pass here he'll pay that $20,000 or the club will but you have highly unusual and certainly that vendetta uh, that he thinks that Morris has got for the Bulldogs I'm not so sure it's there uh, Morris don't know him personally as a journalist but I, I believe that if it was any club and he had that information he'd still uh, make that public so uh, a tick for uh, what transpired afterwards, but certainly on the night, it was a bit of uh, ugly but uh, tantalising viewing. Yeah, it was It was bizarre. I mean, I, I was just sitting there watching it after the game had unfolded, and I just thought, uh, in a way, it was a good thing because he's completely deflected from the team's loss. So... Yeah, possibly, but by the same token, once he left that room, that became the story, didn't it? And yeah. he didn't paint him in a good light. Uh, the Bulldogs weren't terrible on the night, but, uh, of course, the aftermath to that is that Tom Morris has been stood down, a separate incident, a, a WhatsApp chat, which has been released, and I'm not sure who's the instigator of that, but obviously some sexist, some racist, some derogatory comments about a, a colleague, a female colleague at mm. Fox, has landed him in hot water. So it remains to be seen what happens to Tom, but it's also, when I say a lesson for for anyone or journalists, I'm not so comfortable with um, private conversations ending up in a public forum as opposed mm -hmm. to saying something or putting something on the internet, whether it's Twitter or Instagram. You have to own that. But, yeah, it's it's murky water and one we have to be careful treading down that path. It's it's a horrible feeling, Skeet. Um, when, when people, even though it might be a private conversation, but when people are talking about you 
it's a horrible feeling. And I speak from personal experience. So, uh, yeah, it's a lesson to be learned, that's for sure. Wherever you're typing, recording your voice, whatever it is you're doing, you, you have to be so careful because these things can come out. And if you're saying things you probably shouldn't be saying, don't say them. There's an old saying in radio, Jimmy, and I've been in the game for a fair while, the mic is always live. <laughs> I want to have a dig, Skeet. Aussie tennis star Nick Kyrgios. Now, anyone who's listened to me on Off the Bench knows I'm a fan of Nick Kyrgios, I reckon. But he just needs to pull his head in. He gets sidetracked by an Amer- by actor Ben Stiller sitting behind him at the tennis saying, you don't know how to play tennis, so I wouldn't tell you how to act. And then at the end of the match... I like that, though. That's a, I, good, that's a good one-liner. But the point, Skeet, is he, he, gets, he loses the plot. And it takes him off his game. He had an opportunity to show himself against Rafael Nadal, one of the world's best over the last 15, 20 years. At the end of the match, he throws his racket. He cracks the you-know-whats. He just, it's, it's in between his ears for Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, but I think more so than his dialogue with Ben Stiller, which <laughs> I still laugh at. I don't mind that. Uh, it was the action after the match had finished, tossing the mm-hmm. racket perilously close to a, a ball kid. And if that had hit, the kid, I mean, mm. telling you, that would have been... I mean, it's not quite Zverev territory with regards to smashing the racket against the umpire's chair, but that's what puts me off uh, Nick Kyrgios as opposed to a bit of banter with <laughs> Ben Stiller. <laughs> What's your favourite Ben Stiller movie? Oh, I've always loved Meet the Fockers. Yeah. Yeah, they're just... just There's a couple timeless. of good ones. There's some rippers. Dodgeball. i tell you what, though. I loved his dad because I'm a Seinfeld nut. I loved his dad in um, in Seinfeld. So, yeah, a funny actor. But I'll tell you what, he was uh, he was targeted by uh, one in Kyrgios. He's certainly entertaining, that's for sure. Don't dig yourself into a hole. Lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry. Mark Reddings and Jimmy Williams back with you soon. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a cracking weekend. Mark Reddings filling in for Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams with you. Let's get stuck into golden moments, Skeet. Opportunities as good as gold. McMahon, Beemore. And on Thursday night, well, what a story this is. Sam Doherty for Carlton. He kicks a goal. The Blues win. The MCG is filled with Blues fans singing that, da 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 for the first time in a long time. In fact, they hadn't won that game for about 10 years. Yeah, I think 2012 since they last won a round one match. So uh, lots of feel-good stories for Carlton, but none better than Sam Doherty, as you alluded to. A couple of bouts of testicular cancer and the fact that he was able to work his way back into the side, he kicked truly from about 35 metres out. And you just know when it's a moment because players come from everywhere, lots of ruffling of their hair and uh, he spoke with great emotion. In fact, his teammates spoke with great emotion after the match about what it meant to have him back out there as part of this group. But look, there were so many good stories for the Blues. Uh, Paddy Cripps probably picks up the three Brownlow votes with three goals and a ton of touches. Uh, Adam Chera, uh, Fremantle supporters just weeping in their Wheaties after watching him uh, put on a very nice performance inside the centre square. So Carlton, uh, Michael Voss, let's hope uh, from a competition viewpoint, because if they are back, so to a crowd. They've got 72,000 members at the moment, and that's when they've been no good for a long time. Well, we know he won't be coaching, as we mentioned earlier in the show on Thursday night, but what did you make of this Carlton team, Skeet? Because I tipped them, and I've been bullish on the way they were able to recruit in the offseason. They got Chera, as you mentioned. They picked up George Hewitt from Sydney. It looks like they've got the pieces in place. Absolutely. Particularly the midfield looks really good now. And bear in mind, one of 
very important part of that puzzle is still to be put back in. Mm-hmm. Sam Walsh is injured, so he's going to make a world of difference and just ease the workload off the Cherrers. You mentioned, I mean, Matthew Kennedy, 33 touches last night. He's come of age as a player. So terrific. Michael Voss has been terrific, but I have to say, getting Cherrer, getting Cripps fit, uh, their midfield looks really good. You get your key forwards in Mackay, Kerno, a De Koning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got some height, and their back line with Wietering uh, is steady without being spectacular. Uh, they've got everything going for them to play finals this year. What about Richmond, though, Skeet? Is this, are we seeing some danger signs for this team? They're, they've got some injury rowies too. Dion Prestia, Jack Revolt. Their depth early looks like it's going to be tested. Is this the team coming to an end of an era? Yeah, they look like an ageing team. It's easy to say that when they get beaten by four goals. They're up by four goals and they look like the Tigers of old. But mm. uh, that match... And we've seen that so far in round one, the momentum swings of teams just getting run-ons of four, five, six goals. That certainly happened with the Blues against Richmond. Yeah, big question mark over the Tigers. Prestia, a big loss. And I just get that feeling that they've been to the buffet a few times. They've had their feed. Uh, they had a bit of dessert. Just They can't be as hungry as a team like Carlton, for instance. It's certainly not easy to win, and we, we saw that last year. I mean, the, but the way the Ds look like they've set up themselves for a real run of... Uh, success for a number of years with the depth through the midfield, a versatile forward line with guys like Bailey Fritch. So going to be a fascinating season, that's for sure. McMahon has opportunities as good as gold. Visit careers.mcmahon.com.au. McMahon, be more. Jimmy Williams and Mark Reddings for Paul Hazelby. Back after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Jimmy Williams with Mark Reddings for Paul Hazelby. Great to have your company. Hope you're having an excellent weekend. The AFL men's season is back. And the Dockers, well, they're missing a couple of players. Nat Fife didn't quite get up with a knee issue and some calf awareness for Sean Darcy. Skeet, do you think they'll still take care of the Crows? Well, the good news for Frio supporters is I've tipped uh, the Adelaide Crows, which probably gives them a, a next uh, no chance of winning. So uh, Adelaide fans, uh, beware. Uh, the big loss, I mean, Nat Fife, as good as he is, is Sean Darcy. I think not only is he so influential around the ground as a ruckman, but what he can do and push forward and kick a goal is important because Matt Tabiner is out with that mm-hmm. hamstring. He kicked four goals the last time the Dockers played Adelaide in South Australia and Fremantle got the victory. So it remains to be seen where the goals will come from. Michael Walters will play a more forward role this season, we've been told. We need Rory Lobb to do some more work in attack and kick some goals and take some marks. So, yeah, just a, a little question mark. Sam Switkowski, the small forwards, Michael Frederick, they need to get busy against the mm-hmm. Crows. So we no superstar side, but first game at home, you'd always expect Adelaide to be competitive. Bear in mind, last year, they knocked over the uh, Geelong Cats' early doors. What an opportunity for the young Dockers. So they're missing their their star in Nat Five. They're missing their number one ruck in Sean Darcy. There's a, been a lot of hype around this Dockers team over the preseason. The time is now. They've got the list assembled. Longmuir has had, a, had some time now to, to come into his own and take this team to where he wanted it to be. They hit the road. They go to Adelaide. They weren't that crash hot last year. Yes, they, they caused a couple of upsets over some good teams last year. But we're going to see perhaps a very good victory and one that could really set their season up. Well, are they the real deal, the Dockers? Mm. And round one won't tell us the full story, but when you look at their defence, it's well set up. They've got uh, Caleb Sarong, who you think will take his game to another level. They have got all the pieces to be competitive. Mind you, I don't think their midfield is anywhere near as classy as what we saw from Carlton on Thursday night football. So they've got a couple of rungs to get to on that department. Their forward line's a bit iffy, but if they're going to make a statement in 2022, they have to be 
beating a team like the Crows, albeit on the road without the likes of Rory Laird. Now, we've spoken about your tipping. It, it hasn't started the way you wanted your season 2022 to start. I have to know, have you picked the Gold Coast or have you picked West Coast? Because nah. this game is... It's a doozy. Yeah, it is a doozy. I actually tipped West Coast before Tim Kelly was ruled out and Liam <laughs> Ryan was ruled out. So I've actually given myself a seven-length gap between myself and the rest of the field, I reckon. <laughs> in, a, in a Melbourne Cup race, I've got a lot of work to do carrying top weight to Jimmy. But you know what annoys me about the way you ask these questions? Because you're too... Well, you've got yourself off to a flying start with a couple of golden selections. It's a long season. Yeah, but just that, that smug look in your face, I'd like to wipe that off by about round four and go back to being Jimmy Williams, who's insecure, unsure about his footy tipping. That's the Jimmy Williams I love. I love watching the games and just trying to ride home a winner because you never want... And no one, there's no one out there that wants to do not good in their footy tipping. And last year, I'd give you the tip, Skeet. I didn't go that crash shot as well. So you're going with your gut. What are you, Lockheed's in your final two here. Uh, Frio to win? I've got Adelaide. I tipped Adelaide early in the week. Not going to change? No, you, I can't change. So that's, that is locked in. And my second selection is West Coast, which I would like to wow. change. Gold Coast are now favourites of that game. It's at Optus Stadium. Look, I'm just hoping that the big names get involved. Nat Nui, um, Gaff, uh, McGovern mm. and Kennedy. The old boys are going to have to do something quite spectacular. They certainly are because West Coast's preseason has been horrific. But we find out a lot about them against the Gold Coast Suns when they finally begin their season tomorrow. Great to have your company off the bench. Mark Redding's filling in for Paul Hazelby. And me, Jimmy Williams, will be back to do it all again next Saturday. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.